This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 thousand happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family so to get your own active skin repair go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20 percent off your order when you use the code shameless that's activeskinrepair.com use the code shameless for 20 percent off your order activeskinrepair.com code shameless This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 601 with Dr. Julia Colangelo. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 601. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community. So be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Dr. Julia Colangelo is an award-winning mindfulness educator, flow expert, and founder of Hello Flow, a consulting and educational company based out of Maui, where she teaches on flow, purpose, creativity, zone of genius, alchemy, and alignment. Dr. Julia provides high-level executive consulting to public figures, celebrities, and thought leaders. She teaches mindfulness at Columbia University and speaks and trains at companies including LinkedIn, Convene, and Harvard in Tech. Her work has been featured in Glamour Magazine, The Washington Post, Huffington Post, and more. She is a proud toddler mom and surfer raised in New Jersey. Julia is equal parts hippie plus hype. She teaches and presents worldwide how the science of flow decreases stress, allowing us to align our values and actions. So I got to meet Dr. Julia at an event here in Seattle a few, like two months ago, maybe, And oh my gosh, we actually had known each other. We have some overlap in the online space um, in terms of we're in a, I think a couple different Facebook groups and community membership communities. And so I'd seen the stuff that she was sharing in the groups and I was definitely impressed. She always has these really thoughtful and 
thought-provoking posts. So I knew she was someone when we were going to be at this event together. I was like, I know I want to meet her. It was an event of like 20 people. So I was like, I know I want to meet her and say hi, but I had no idea that she was going to blow me away. She was a speaker at the event. And from the moment she started talking, I was like, oh, she needs to come on the podcast. (laughs) So I'm going to invite her and hopefully she says yes. And she did. And she's just an incredible human. You can like You're going to feel her energy because of the way her energy just vibrates right through her voice. She has this amazing calming presence and you can see how aligned her work is with her authentic self. So she's a really incredible person who teaches some what can be abstract concepts, but she makes them very grounded, very specific. So she kind of takes that woo piece and grounds it back in. So for those of you that like some of the woo, like she said, hippie plus hype, but also science, that's what we're here for. So listen in to hear Dr. Julia share why she doesn't follow the rules when it comes to time management, productivity, and mom life. You're going to be probably surprised and maybe a little impressed with this. Then she talks about what flow is and how it looks different for every person and how it can help you in all aspects of your life. Then we talk about how to access your flow state and intentionally trigger it, which this was fascinating to me and so helpful when I heard her speak on this when we were together in person. And again, really helpful today when we talked about it in this interview. She talks about how to prioritize humanness and self-compassion in order to access your flow. And then she shares how shame shows up for moms specifically when we try to access our flow. She talks about why you might want to reconsider your yeses because P.S. when you say yes to everything, you're constantly saying no to yourself. We talk about symptoms of burnout and intentional steps that you can take to prevent chronic burnout. And then lastly, she shares how to take small steps to activating your flow state more routinely. Get ready to take some notes and also Dr. Julia's voice is going to immediately put you into flow and into like this Zen state. So get ready. This is going to be such a great experience. Please join me in welcoming Dr. Julia Colangelo to the Shameless Mom Academy. Julia, welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm so excited that you're here. So excited to be here. Thanks so much for having me. I have to tell folks how we know each other and it goes back a ways before we actually met in person, we are in a Facebook group together through a membership community. And you were someone who was always just posting really cool things in the membership community. And then when I had the chance to meet, we were at a small event with like 20 people a few months ago. And when I had the chance to meet you in person, I was like, oh my gosh, like you're the one that always posts the really inspiring things. And you go surfing every day. And like, I just want to like live your life for a day. And we had so much fun at that event and I loved getting to know you and everything that you you were speaking and teaching at that event and everything you said, I was like, my community needs all of this. Let's do an interview. So here we are. Oh, here we are. And that was such an amazing event. And it really speaks to some of the ways that we need to get inspired, whether it's online or in person. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. Okay. So let's dive in where I always start is asking just a little bit beyond your bio, What's happening in the dynamics of your personal and professional life right now? And what are you most excited about? So I'm in a state of sort of like contemplation where I've been contemplating and contemplating and had to sort of step back in some ways professionally on purpose because things were moving at a really quick pace that I just needed to make sure that I was in my flow, that everything was aligned with my values. So I'm finally now sort of pedal down and I'm leaning in, but in a challenging way where I'm, you know, intentionally challenging myself, but professionally, I'm just 
finally sort of waking up a new area of my consciousness and I think yeah. of my work and research. It's an interesting it. space to be in. Yes. And I'm grateful I let myself just sort of observe and be with my process. I think a lot of us have had, you know, big questions come up and I'm finally honoring what those questions have led me to. I love you pointing out that kind of this season that we're in this never ending season of a pandemic has really created space for us to be reflective. Although as parents, there's often not physical space to be reflective. 1000%. We're like, I know I like want to make changes in my life. I want to take lessons away from this time. I want to like make changes based on what I'm learning about myself and my family and everyone's needs. And then like making the space to reflect on that is really complicated. Can you tell us a little bit about how you do that before we dig into flow? Because I have some ideas about how I think you do it, but I know you're just so, I mean, I can just in the way you talk, we can hear how thoughtful and intentional you are. So what are some ways that you'd make that happen for yourself? Yes. So here's what I see wrong in what is being taught is that we have to play by certain rules Mm -hmm. of society that we have to go to bed a certain time. We need a certain number of hours of sleep. And, you know, as parents, we know that we can actually function under very like backward circumstances of lack of sleep, disrupted routines, always trying to pull back to a routine. And so my practice has been to intentionally disrupt my routine Mm -hmm. and honor when I am in flow, because, you know, if we were, you know, had, had all the circumstances align and every privilege in the world, we could be in, you know, productive and focused and in flow whenever we wanted, but that's not mom life. (laughs) If you are a present parent, you have to roll with the punches. You have to be intentional. You have to respond thoughtfully. And so what's that meant for me in the last year or so is that if I'm staying up a little later And then I feel that surge of energy and momentum and thoughtfulness that kind of builds from having this reflection. I let myself enjoy it instead of, you know, what we're told is cut yourself off. Don't eat snacks at a late time, right? You know, that's when I'm like, great, I'll have a protein shake. I'm going to enjoy my flow. I'm going to write for an hour. And sure, I know that the next day, okay, I'm going to have to just be easier on myself because maybe I'll be a little more tired. But as moms, our time is so precious that when we feel inspired, we have to let ourselves. And often that's during, for me, again, late nights, early mornings. I'm otherwise, I work one day a week and I'm full-time with my daughter. Mm -hmm. And even just before this, uh, we surfed and then we were scootering right a few blocks away. We have to mention that you live in Hawaii. Yes, (laughs) I'm I'm on Maui. And it was just... That moment I got to reflect, I connected a dot. I voice memoed myself a thought for later that I'll write on probably in, you know, eight hours at nighttime. Mm -hmm. And so finding those windows and instead of like hearing that narrative of what people tell you, you should do that again, the most privileged folks, yeah, they can get 10 hours of sleep or follow a specific routine. But if you're a human like me, you need to just trust when those moments hit you and lean into them or say, you know what, I'm with my kids, so I can't do it right now, but I'm going to stay up a little late tonight, or I'm going to wake up a little early, or I'm going to take a drive and think about things and let myself just hear 
what's going on inside of my mind and my heart. I love, I mean, I think all of us, as you were talking, were thinking about the, how lovely it is when you do have those spaces. And even if they're not at the most ideal times, and maybe that is late nights and early mornings, but creating those spaces is the best. And like, for me, it, it is a long drive. It is a long shower. It's being on an airplane, which doesn't happen very often, especially yes. right now, but it is those spaces where like, you know, your mind and spaces and times where you know that your mind is more expansive and, oh my gosh, it makes all the difference. Can you tell us what flow is? So you mentioned it a couple of times already, and I know that people are going to want to know like, wait, what does she mean by that? So what is flow and how does it help us? Great question. And I want everyone to know that flow is how you define it and claim it. So anytime I'm teaching or speaking on flow, I usually give about 10 different choices of certain terms that most of us use, but flow is that sense of aligning your actions and values. And flow happens, we call it a flow state, when you are totally focused, you're immersed in the moment, and you feel like a lightning bolt of genius struck you and your thoughts are clearer, you feel positive, and any of the self-doubt that usually creeps in and takes away your joy isn't there. Now, this is happening from a neurological standpoint, our prefrontal cortex that is usually what's telling us, you know, to feel shame and feel discouraged. That is not alert when we are in flow. That is turned off. That is muted. And so we're able to experience work, write, create, parent freely. We see our kids in flow as very young children. They are not inhibited. They are moving. They don't worry. Is this going to seem awkward? Should I not do this? They're not second guessing. And we savor that. And we love witnessing our kids do that. And that's part of why, you know, my life is a little unconventional and a little radically different because I seeing my child in flow helps me trigger my flow. Even if I can't kind of quote, do anything with it, I'm experiencing it. My body's building that memory flow. There are a few formulas that I want you to think about. And that's that you access flow when you intentionally disrupt what you're doing by challenging yourself. So that might mean doing something at a different speed or challenging yourself to think, you know, conceptually about something more challenging in your business, in your life. And you're doing this with a dedicated amount of time which as parents, this is our biggest struggle. We don't have enough time. And so months pass, years pass, seasons pass, and we feel like we never have time to dedicate to getting into flow. So the formula is we start small. And I would encourage everyone to start with 30 minutes to 60 minutes at a time that you know you can count on for yourself. This might be only once every quarter, to be honest, mm-hmm. might be once a day. It might be like mm-hmm. me that you're, as someone called me a midnight emailer. And I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like, it's only 8 PM here, but yes, <laughs> yes. That's quote past my bedtime. If I'm waking up at 4 AM, mm-hmm. but right. That we are playful with our flow and we have to find flow doing something we enjoy. So I know yeah. some folks here are business owners, So if you love your business, pour into one aspect of your business and focus on that being your flow. Often it's maybe content or writing or creating or designing. If it's something in your life, make it for me, what I'm most excited about is surfing more challenging waves, bigger waves, trying a shorter board, trying new maneuvers. So I'm not going from one surfboard I've surfed on for years 
to a short board that is going to frustrate me or provoke anxiety or make me avoid surfing altogether, which is my favorite hobby, I'm going to be intentional and I'm going to step up. Okay. The wave's a little bigger today, or I'm going to test the surfboard in easy conditions. So I'm not putting all of these variables. Can you tell I'm a researcher? <laughs> yes. Yes. You're not taking a leap. You're taking like, you know, calculated intentional, like next step. Yes. And the place that most of us get stuck is we we're moms. So we push ourselves to the limit for the survival of our kids to protect them. We go, you know, it's nonstop. And so we think that's how we have to function with ourselves. Whereas we really need to just take a step back and be gentler with ourselves instead of that, this sort of, you know, super mom mentality that I don't think that actually leads to more avoidance and anxiety Yeah. or what some, you know, a common misunderstanding of flow is the idea of going with the flow, going with the flow. We have to, as parents, it's totally important in instances, but to enter a flow state, going with the flow might lead to boredom or a plateau in our business and our life and our level of happiness, feeling productive. So we really want to be always just sort of inching it up. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily, It's very digestible, and the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like 
a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. Uh, like today on the scooter, I kind of like made a turn move that was a little bit of a challenge and a teenager nearby like started cracking up at me, but (laughs) it was a small challenge. I only wiped out a little, I didn't fully fall. (laughs) And that triggered in me. It inspired in me. Wow. I could do something a little more challenging. I didn't have self-doubt in that moment. And that was what we call a micro flow states. That's maybe when you're having a great dialogue or you look at your kids in the eye and you're like, Oh, Hey, oh my gosh, I, you know, this is happening. And then of course, right, they spill the drink and you're like, oh no, I have to clean this up and out of the moment. <laughs> but those microflow experiences matter. And I don't think those are talked about enough either. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love it. One of the things you talked about when we were at the event that we were at, when you were speaking, you were talking about how to like trigger your flow state or access it. And I'm going to tell you what came to mind for me. And then I want you to, if you don't mind, I want you to like, teach beyond what I am using as my own example. But I recall you saying that we should recognize the habits or patterns that will trigger us into flow. So for me, like I know it's, if I work out first thing in the morning, in fact, I just had this happen recently where I did a really great Peloton ride before I took my son to school. And I was walking back from bringing him from walking him to school. And as I was walking back to my house, I was like, my body feels amazing. Like my, I felt so physically strong from that workout. And like my, I was like still sweating from it that my mental state was like heightened. Everything was heightened. Like I want to send this email and write this thing and plan this thing and coach on this thing. And for me, like exercise in the morning is definitely a trigger to flow state. And I know for some people it's journaling and for some people it might be like a walk or deep breaths. And, but I think that like recognizing what those triggers are allows us to get to that place, especially when we are, when we do recognize that we have so many demands on our time. And sometimes we're like, I got 40 minutes to get in flow and get something awesome done. How do I get there faster? Can you speak to that a little bit and speak to kind of how we can trigger that? Absolutely. So a lot of us experience flow and think it's just some random instance, but nine out of 10 times we can backtrack and be our own researchers. So I want everyone to think about a time where you had a flow experience, where you were in the moment, you were deeply mindful, you were connected to your values. You weren't second guessing everything. You weren't on autopilot. You were you know, aware of your foot stepping down on a crunchy leaf on the sidewalk. You were just in the moment. You had some positive thoughts, immersing your mind, your body. What did you do right before that? So Sarah, in your example, you worked out and you were doing something of service. You were bringing your kid to school, right? This was a dynamic that mattered. Now, what happened before that workout was maybe you woke up at a certain time or you fueled your body in a certain way. 
coffee. And they want, exactly. <laughs> great. And this is where we are unapologetic. We are shameless moms, right? And we co- are... I will say, I will like, pl- I mean, I don't know your thoughts on coffee, but or actually, no, you love coffee. I, I don't love coffee. You... I don't drink Sorry. coffee, but I, but I love drinker? the smell of coffee. I love tea. <laughs> okay. You're a teacher. I'm like, I remember you having a cup when we were together. Yes. So coffee actually really intensifies my focus. And I think some of that might be a little ADHD brain, but it also really helps. It puts me into flow more quickly in my workouts. My workouts are like 15 minutes. Like they're not long, but so yeah, I've recognized that as a trigger. So like when you say back it up, like what happened before that? I'm like, oh, I had coffee. (laughs) Exactly. And then look back at the night before. Was there a dynamic conversation with a loved one? Did you close your email when you said, you know, this is my boundary, I'm stopping work for the day? Did you have just a great dialogue or a walk around the block? Or was there a beautiful sunset that you witnessed? We always have the data right there. We just need that, you know, two seconds to two minutes to review what actually unfolded. And then it's our responsibility to prioritize pushing that to the forefront. So if you're saying, wow, 15 minutes of moving my body can put me into a flow state where I can create for my clients, then we want to repeat that. Not every day. I'm not for an all or nothing way of living. That's just not sustainable as parents, I think, or for anyone, but more days than not, Uh, Mm -hmm. or even just one day a week. If you could count on, you know, one Monday a month at one day a week, I would be in a flow state. That would be a gift. And you can, the cool thing about flow is you can be up to 500% more productive when you're in flow. So when people say, how do you work one day a week? I say, I'm pretty much guaranteed a flow state in that day of the week. I know how to trigger it. I know to intentionally do certain activities, do other activities. Another narrative a lot of people have is, well, if my day doesn't start in flow, I'll just wait till tomorrow. Mm. And what I would encourage, so Sarah, the next time you notice you're out of flow because you've identified the trigger of movement and exercise is that even if it's 2 p.m., you get on your bike for 15 minutes and you trigger it and you trick your body. You train your body to remember that that's actually how you get into flow. It's the same reason why a lot of us maybe go to a coffee shop and just, you know, I'll like buy banana bread or something, but I'll do that action. And that slight human in-person interaction will trigger a spontaneous flow and it's intentional. And then I know right after that, okay, I'm going to write for 30 minutes, or I'm just going to sit with some thoughts, or I'll share something on social media that's going to help someone, right? So that's what we want to become our own researchers to find our unique pathway and don't buy into that. It has to happen first thing, because I am actually a true testament that while I do try to trigger flow in the mornings, it's often these quiet moments in between the afternoon and the evening. As my child gets older, she's almost three that I have have found rhythms And I've just said, okay, this doesn't fit into a box. This isn't what Mm -hmm. I'm told, but like I'm researching flow. I've researched this for over a a decade, right? This is the cool aspect of it is that it's always morphing. Absolutely. This episode is supported by my very own Tenacious Mamas Business and Leadership Mastermind. We have officially opened up applications to my 2022 Tenacious Mamas Business and Leadership Mastermind, and I could not be more excited. If you have been interested in business coaching with me, this is your chance. Tenacious Mamas is my six-month business coaching program that's going to run from January to June of 2022. 
So this is for you if you already have a business that you want to grow and scale in 2022, or if you're in the process of starting a business, let me help you out. The most magical piece of being in Tenacious Mamas is being surrounded by other women who are growing businesses at the same time as you. We really, truly, over the course of six months, become business family. It's amazing. And because we're business family, that also makes us personal family in a lot of ways because there's so much overlap between our personal and professional lives, right? So you get this really great bonding experience with other moms who are growing businesses just like you. And we always have a wide array of businesses, anyone from a jewelry maker to a podcaster to people writing books to people teaching kids how to swim to life coaches. There's always a huge range and that is what makes it so magical. During Tenacious Mamas, you can expect to build confidence and courage around how to build your business and how to run your business. You can expect to gain clarity on exactly how you want to grow your business and how to grow your business in ways that speak to your unique gifts. You can expect to create more impact in your professional journey while you're learning how to implement simple yet really important strategic action plans that create growth in your business and your mindset and you are going to learn how to take action to propel your business and your revenue. So during Tenacious Mamas, over the course of six months, you get weekly group coaching with me, you get two one-on-one calls with me, you get a virtual half-day retreat, you get an in-person retreat in Seattle, which you've probably seen my photos of recently on social media. Oh my goodness, we just had our in-person retreat with my current cohort, and it was so magical. You also get our private podcast feed. So we have a Tenacious Mamas podcast feed, which is all our past trainings that you get immediate access to, which is such really, really valuable bonus for this program. You get a private Facebook group and you get Marco Polo access to me. So you can video message me with questions and emergency issues as they arise, if they arise during the course of your six months. Each month includes a business training with me, a leadership training with me, content planning time and office hours. So that's how we make up those weekly group coaching calls, business training, leadership training, content planning and office hours. For more information on Tenacious Mamas, if you have any interest in learning more, shoot me an email at info at shamelessmom.com. That's info at shamelessmom.com. And in the subject line, just put Tenacious Mamas, and we will send you our most recent business training that tells you all sorts of good business goodies on top of all sorts of Tenacious Mamas business goodies. And we'll also send you the application. So just reach out to info at shamelessmom.com, put Tenacious Mamas in the subject line, and we will send you our most recent business training and our Tenacious Mamas business application. I cannot wait to help you in 2022. I cannot wait to see your business grow. I cannot wait to see you shine. So reach out right away so that we can get that application to you. So why is it harder for moms to find flow? I have some ideas, but I want you to, yeah, as the, the expert, the I want time, you to- The <laughs> mom tax, the multiple responsibilities, yeah. the feelings, I think I want to talk about shame in this because yeah. we feel such shame and guilt and doubt if even something goes wrong or something doesn't align the way we expected or hoped. I don't know if anyone else has, you know, a super active child who loves to move and, you know, active kids get a few more scrapes than non-active kids. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot that we can wrap in our minds and our thoughts about, you know, having to deal with all the things. Mm -hmm. And I also think we are told you can have it all. You can have the work, you can have the life balance. And that's just not true. That's not accurate. I'm not sure who said that was the case. You have to choose. And Mm -hmm. it's harder for moms because the choice pains us and keeps us up at night. And 
can bring immense guilt and self-doubt and puts us into you know, a, a state of freeze where we yeah. don't know what action. We have decision fatigue because we're deciding everything like, what Band-Aid do I put on? You know, What lunch am I packing? What am I sweeping or cleaning up? Do we fold the laundry now or later? Do I, you know, there's so much. And then the unexpected hiccups in the day, right? Nothing goes as planned ever. And so it's harder for moms to find flow because of all of the decisions we are forced to make and the having to make a decision one way or another always creates shame if we are in that free state. So one Mm -hmm. tip here is that we are prioritizing our humanness and self-compassion. The reason that the work I do in flow sort of differs is because it's about our humanity and, and like real, not superhuman, real flow states that are integrated in our values. Whereas a lot of it is about, you know, being in another dimension and the flow I teach gets you into that level of consciousness. However, let's be real. Our shame is something we always have to sort of dance with. And we dance along with shame with our self-compassion. We can be kind to ourselves by taking that deep breath. Or I don't know if anyone else does this, but sometimes when I just don't know, I'll say I need a minute. And sometimes that you know is not maybe what my daughter wants to hear, mm-hmm. but it's always the time in instead of a timeout for me to just with my thoughts for a moment. Yeah. So that's what I would encourage that. I would say, always know what soothes you, whether it's for me, it is a warm tea that I love or my favorite berries, my favorite fruits, just having something that's okay. I'm reconnecting to my body, to my breath, to honor that I'm feeling some shame. I'm feeling some freeze in my decision-making. And my favorite phrase is, I'll have to think about that. Let me get back to you. I love that because I think the alternative to that, where we fall into a trap is that we say yes. Like we say yes, we say yes. And we, we say sacrifice. yes to both things. Yes. We sacrifice ourselves. We can't do either. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yes. 100%. It's funny when you mentioned the shame part, I've had a lot of really cool work opportunities that are kind of finally coming to fruition post pandemic. Not that we're post pandemic, but Thank you. Yeah. It's been really exciting, but it's things that like, we're going to happen, you know, a year and a half ago, two years ago that got put on pause or delayed or whatever. And now they're happening and they've happened. A bunch of them have happened in this really small window of time, which has been, the momentum has been incredible. And it feels really good to feel like I'm back like that. I mean, it's just like every day feels like flow to me right now in terms of my work, because I am just really getting to work in my zone of genius, which feels like such a gift. And then the flip side of that is my child who is older than he was before the pandemic. And he's noticing like, mom, you have, you're always on calls and you like, I have to be gone four out of six weekends. And he's like, you're always traveling. And so because I've done nothing for two years and his, you know, like I've been at his call for almost two years, he's noticing this shift. And I find myself like I'm in this workflow and then he makes a comment and that shame where I'm like, oh, he's old enough now and he's noticing. And this is what he's going to remember is that I missed like four weekends when he first started the basketball season. And like that, it does, it's really emotionally triggering. And so I appreciate what you say, bringing up that shame piece and the, how that is so unique to moms, because while we can be in flow in one area, there's this other part of our brain that is like you said, like picking out the right band aid, making sure that like no one's feelings are hurt, making sure that you're showing up and cheering and supporting and being like hundred percent present as a parent. And like, I can't be in two States at one time on a Saturday morning to be at a basketball game and speaking at an event. 
Exactly. And it does come down to choice. And when we stay in the decision fatigue, so I give myself about a 24 hour window. Mm -hmm. I make a decision internally to myself. Perhaps I share it with my partner. Maybe I write about it, but I make it, I fall asleep. And in the morning I either know, okay, yes, that was right. Or if I didn't sleep, it was the wrong choice. (laughs) And I changed my mind. And that's, everyone's got 24 hours for a response. And also what it means as moms who are, you know, who have businesses and have all of these opportunities, I am forced and you are forced. We have to make choices that mean that there's an immense loss. We miss out on one thing or the other. And, you know, I know my daughter's younger than your son and I'm at a stage where my no comes first to certain work opportunities And my running joke with some of my colleagues and friends is that, you know, Julia, you'd be a millionaire if you just worked a little more Um, because I really, you know, it's like I work one day a month and then, you know, but I block off every Tuesday. That's my work day. Mm, But it is because I'm in a state of saying no, whereas I don't know if you've ever experienced burnout, but that was my like dissertation was how to find yes, your zone of genius and find flow yes. amidst burnout. And so I was a burnt out, you know, therapist for almost a decade and mm-hmm. ha- becoming a mom. Like I talk about change intentionally over time, you know, not overnight. That was the only instance of overnight change, except it was at 4am. That's when I gave birth. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm literally giving birth and I'm saying in my heart and in my head at the moment, I will never go back to work as I know it period. Mm. And, yeah. you know, I'm feeling that I hold my daughter. I never went back to the job that I'd stayed at waiting for maternity leave. I was burnt out because I said yes to everything. And I was saying no to myself yeah. all the time. I would still plan these wonderful vacations, you know, take time off. But I was, I, the joke was, I didn't see any daylight during daylight savings time for that whole season. It was heart wrenching. Yeah. I look back and I was following the rules. I was, even though, again, I was teaching mindfulness at Columbia University, which I still do, I'm right, researching flow. I was still so much of a, I wasn't brave and ready to step outside and say, just because this is how things are, like I'm not buying into it. It took having my daughter, everything changed. And that's like, that was my clear moment of flow where I just said, no, I had to make that choice and lack of flow will lead us to burnout because we're taking any action. So think about using my example of, you know, burnout at a full-time job and having my business at night. Everything was a yes. I was taking every action, hoping something would work. And so it was a lot of wasted time and energy, precious energy. Mm -hmm. And as opposed to when you're in flow, Every step is intentional. As I picked up my tea this morning, I knew that it was going to support my flow state from my morning surfing in this dialogue with you in this conversation, right? Everything is intentional. I knew scootering. Well, we'll have to get back, you know, with a few minutes for me to get ready for this, but it's important. It's going to support if everything is intentional. And then of course there's room for the hiccups and the roadblocks and the challenges, But there's room for all of that. And I want to encourage that anyone who's feeling burnout, you examine your choices 
and you notice how much of your actions are just aimless actions, like throwing spaghetti on a wall, again, for your business, for your life, how much of it is just trying to get by versus if you paused and said, what would be most intentional in this moment, how much less you would do. Like I live a very small, quiet, focused life that is really simple and that's not for everyone, but it's led to no burnout. Even though I'm a full-time parent and, you know, I do a lot of really interesting, exciting work with leaders all over. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Following you on Instagram is like a meditative and also like highly aspirational life experience because you have that, like that really significant spectrum of like the tea and the surfing and that insular space that you hold that's so precious. And then like, I'm going to go teach at Columbia and I'm going to be speaking at this event. Like there's, it's these two opposite extremes, which are, I think unusual to find in the same person, but it's because you've protected your energy in such a way that you're able to create space for both of those to coexist in such a beautiful place. And you recognize the connection between you recognize how you get to flow and then what means the most to you. So it is in the same no to so many things that those yeses then are like those two ends of the spectrum. Like, I don't, you don't need any of the stuff in the middle. <laughs> I'm going to say yes to yes those precious exactly. routines and yeah. And then yes to the opportunities that are going to have the most impact. This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So Earnin can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make Earnin part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earn In today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about them on? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I want to touch on burnout. I'm so glad that you wanted to talk about this because I think it's really important. And I think that some of us don't recognize burnout. So can you back up just a little and share a few 
symptoms of burnout so that people can understand if they might be in a place of burnout. Cause I think a lot of people, moms in general are more prone to burnout. And then anyone who's lived in a pandemic for 20 months would be more prone to burnout. So what does that look like for people? And before I say the symptoms, because you're probably every one of us is going to nod and say, Oh my gosh, this is me. I have burnout. And before everyone freaks out, (laughs) take a breath Remember to be compassionate. And just if you have a symptom or a few symptoms, it doesn't mean you have to overhaul your whole life. It means you can literally heal and change yourself with one new step. We can talk about that too. So if you are finding that you're emotionally exhausted, if you are looking at your world and you are overwhelmed by whatever is happening and you're noticing things that used to really bring you joy, do not bring you joy and instead frustrate you, feel heavy, feel overwhelming, or just you're really apathetic, you kind of couldn't care less. That is one of the most common signs of burnout. Mm -hmm. And you just can't move through the motions that you used to be able to with confidence. Instead, you're going to bed at night thinking, I didn't really do much. And you feel like you never do enough, even though you look at your day and you're like, I did a lot, but what did I really do? You're having these questions and you might feel like it's depression. If you've had postpartum depression or anxiety, there's a lot of intersection with those symptoms and burnout. The difference with burnout is that there's stages of emotional exhaustion, then there's moderate to severe burnout, then there's chronic burnout. Mm. What I had was chronic burnout because I literally never stopped because again, my pedal was down and because I was a, you know, yes, yes, yes. And really had these visions and goals in mind. I couldn't stop myself, even as I was writing and publishing about it at the same time, it was so familiar. And that's how my work changed as a parent. And it changed, you know, by making new decisions, like by owning what I really care about and what I value and who I am. And I wasn't able to see that and honor that to anyone other than myself and my journal and my family until I became a mom. And that's where things really shifted because I made an intentional choice of, you know, as a therapist, I used to have a big Instagram that was therapy related. And, you know, I was very private, very, you know, yes, sharing the knowledge and the education, but I was so private and that's what we're taught, you know, as therapists in school, what shifted is I gave birth and I was like, how do I really want to raise my kid? I want her to be courageous. I want her to be brave. And I'm in order to not burn myself out as a mom, keeping up a, you know, a guard on who I really am. So my quirks and, you know, that I'm a total nerd and that I surf and have this whole like other network of friends and colleagues in the surf world. What if I just intentionally use my energy, right. To pour into her and parent her and just be myself. And I can tell you, it's been a winding journey but it's prevented me from burnout by being myself and owning my truth. And there are many times where I share and then I'm like, oh, you know what? Going to delete that. Going to not share that. Don't need to share about this because it's a learning process. I feel like I'm three years into honoring who I am and it's enhanced my work and research in like a cosmic shifted way. I mean, it's 
completely evolved how I write, how I speak, what I teach, who I help, how I help for the better. Whereas I was a rule follower, playing it safe, pretty cautious. I don't know if you had this happen, but as I gave birth, I became fearless in certain areas, particularly standing my values more yeah. than ever. And yeah. also fearless surfing bigger waves. Like, <laughs> yes. It's funny. And also, yeah, being able to surf bigger waves. I think it's because it's one thing when you're sacrificing yourself, like as women, we just are taught, like we're trained to do that. Like that's what society tells you to do. Like shut down your own instinct, shut down your own intuition, like listen to the patriarchy and all this social conditioning. But when it comes to your child, you're like, oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. I think that maybe that's where that, like that boundary becomes different when it's not about self-sacrifice anymore. It's about like, oh, if this is going to impact like my time with my child, that's a lot different. Like I will burn myself out when I'm the only one who's going to pay for it, but I'm not going to burn myself out if my kid's going to pay for it. I don't know how you feel about that, but that's kind of- Absolutely. That was my mentality, but I didn't know that until I literally gave birth to her, even though we had an infertility journey and we wanted her so, so, so much. I still didn't get it until I became- like I was holding her yeah. and everything just had to shift. And it was to preserve my energy because keeping up deep boundaries professionally and not showing who I really am takes so much energy. And so more and more, right. I'm still in like three years into this now as a parent, but I'm getting it's, I have found my flow, whether it's on social media and I have found a rhythm that is comfortable for me. Certainly the public's still probably only knows about 2% about me, even though they might think they know a lot, (laughs) but my clients, my students, my inner orbit, they get it all right. Just like I hold space to reflect their wisdom back to them. And that's something that I didn't know would happen in my research and in my writing. And what's cool, right? I mean, I, everything has evolved and it's just become better and richer as a parent And I just didn't know that. And it's come with difficult choices and making decisions that sometimes don't always, that mean that I'm missing out on the other half of Mm. life or of opportunities. What I'm most Mm. excited about are things like, you know, being present with my clients, having fun with my daughter, uh, connecting to the ocean, talking about kind of abstract levels of consciousness on social media, even if it is confusing, right? Just (laughs) playfulness is, has been a cornerstone in this stage right now in my work as a shameless mom. I would say that sort of how I'm a shameless mom right now is that it happened last night. I was so glad there were huge waves and nobody ever thinks the mom in the lineup is going to get the waves. (laughs) And I got that. I got one golden well overhead wave and just a line of about four young kid, you know, maybe in their twenties, short borders, just with their jaws open, staring at me, go right down the line on this big wave. And it's like, I'm unapologetic about owning that. That's a huge part of me. And that makes me the mentor, the guide, the speaker, the educator that I am is having those golden moments and just being a big kid, even though I'm still holding space for my professional identities. 
Oh my goodness. So good. I love all this so much, Julia. I know that we are getting close on time and I want to make sure that you can tell people, how do you work with people and where can people find you and connect with you? Because if anyone else is like me and have, has had goosebumps on and off throughout this whole conversation, I know they're going to want more of you. So oh, where are all yes. the goodies? So first things first, I want you, everyone to know that you can find your flow and there's nothing wrong with you and you don't need to follow all the rules, but it's really within you. It's that pause and it's that one new decision or one new step that's going to get you there. So hold on to that, breathe that in, look at your schedule, remove something extraneous from it, from your schedule, your kids, plug in a time to just reflect and be, and then put that as your recurring appointment with yourself I love so that you can tap into is, your flow. Yes. Unscheduling <laughs> is like my favorite hobby. Like on a Monday oh to be like, gosh. what are three things I'm going to unschedule this week? Yes. I love it. I love it. And that will channel your flow and it will help yeah. bring abundance. So I have a podcast called the hello flow podcast. And I, they're about six to nine minute episodes for you. And I teach different skills each week. So you can find me there. You can find me on social media, Dr. Julia Colangelo. And I share a lot, a lot of videos, a lot of pointers there. I have a lot of fun. Please just message me. And I love connecting personally with you. I have two ways to work together. So it's If you want to work with me one-on-one or in sort of a higher level group mentorship, just reach out to me. And that's actually something that I know I started this conversation sharing that I'm kind of moving into action and I am owning a new phase professionally, Sarah, and it just feels liberating to say, you know, this is happening and this is needed. So if you're a leader and visionary and you know that you need flow, I'm your person. So yes. let me help you. Yes, and yes, then yes. I have an educational membership called Flow School. We meet once a month. It's the minimalist approach to flow. And I've gotten to know every member of Flow School and it's just from my heart and it really aligns with my values to be able to just teach. I know you have this too in your programs, Sarah, but we align with our values and how we teach and show up and mentor and coach. And that's me. So, um, and if you're on Maui, you can come to Maui for a VIP day. That's my, that's like, I'm sharing more about that in the coming months, but So nice. So, okay. Tell me, uh, do you have a, is everything on central on your website? Everything's on my website. Yep. And what's your, you are, what's your website? Yes. It's drjuliacolangelo.com. Cool. I will have that all linked up in the show notes. So people can go to shamelessmom.com, click on the episode with Dr. Julia Colangelo and get all the goodies. Thank you so much, Julia. Oh my gosh. I'm so so grateful for this. And I let's, know that let's do it again I, in Maui in person. Let's do it again in Maui <laughs> in person with a video stream. And if yes. anyone, I know we talked, mentioned briefly, I'm happy to come out on in the future and talk ADHD and flow oh. because there are a lot of misunderstandings about that. But I have a quiz actually, that's drjuliacolangelo.com slash quiz. And it's about using how to find your exact flow channel with your attention and personality styles. So if you're someone who struggles with a focus, or if you focus too much, which is a thing, believe it or not, you have a different way of finding your flow. So I teach you how to do that. Yeah. And I have a free workshop that you can check out and it's drjuliacolangelo.com slash a hundred best days. And it's the way to make sure that wherever you are, you learn the five steps to plan your best 100 days 
using the science of flow, which is different from a planning session or anything you've ever seen before. So you can check those out. Those are the, the free resources for you in addition to the podcast. Oh my gosh. I'm going to go take the quiz right now. Yes. (laughs) How did I not know about this quiz? I'm so excited. (laughs) Because I'm busy surfing and (laughs) serving my clients. And so I'm, this is my new intention is talking more about my work. And so we're accountability for it. (laughs) Your work is so incredible. Thank you for everything you're putting out into the world. And thank you for being here. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review. That will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be Shameless Mom of the Week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it but I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.